0: Love Talk Radio.
1: I wanted to do is I want to dedicate this show, one, to to films, and and two, to independent films, and so we got a a great cast of a great movie that's out on the streets right now. It'll be coming on a little later, but before we get going, I got to bring my homie on the line. This lady is is one of the the reasons I'm here today. Mama, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Rodney. I'm typing while I talk. I got this big idea for you.
2: Go ahead. You want to hear
0: I hear you. We gonna do your life story, the Rodney Perry story, and Denzel gonna play you,
3: and Halle <laughs> Berry
0: play me.
1: Wait a minute! How, how, how Halle hey. Berry gonna be Denzel Mama?
0: Because yep, your mama looks young. Come on now. You you do look
1: young. You do, but how is Denzel gonna play me? And he a hundred years older than
0: me. Well, he gonna get some makeup and look younger. He's the uh, <laughs> love interest.
1: Wait, hold on, wait a
0: minute. Love interest to who? To well, whoever you loving. Oh, Lord. Huh?
1: Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I kind of like it, mama. That, that's what it's all about, pitching ideas, getting the idea out there. What's your favorite
0: movie? My favorite movie was uh, that one with uh, Ryan O'Neal, where you never uh, have to say, love means you never have to say you're Sorry. Uh, uh, I don't the even the remember the name of it. The football it was movie with, that uh, movie? Bobby Stryson. Stryson and Ryan O'Neal.
1: Oh, uh, Brian's Song. No, no, that's
3: not Brian's Song. That's...
0: Somebody
3: right, else know man, it.
1: Look that up, man. Let's see if we can get the title of that movie. You Now, now like, I watch different movies for different reasons. Like, if I want to laugh, I watch anything with Bernie Mac in it. If I want to cry, I watch this movie called Rudy. You ever seen Rudy Mama? Yeah. Rudy is a football nation, movie and it
0: was hard he on
1: was, him. He was trying I love movies where people overcome incredible odds. And man, that's one of those movies. So it's kind of a it's a tear. I'll be sitting here, my kids be like, they go daddy watching Rudy again. So so we no, talk about
0: movies. They don't understand the tears cleanse you. Tears are good. We all cry, don't we?
1: Yeah, you know, especially our family. We good for some we can cry we some crap eight.
0: Yes, sir I love it. Well,
1: well 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 thank you for coming on, Mama. I got I gotta get this show full speed. We talking about movies today. Before I bring the cast of this great film, it's called Unconditional. Before I bring the cast on, I got the director coming on, Mama. You know, Roddy Perry doing big things. I got the man the host the whole movie is about
0: coming on. <laughs> Yourself, boy. I got with
1: don't, don't tell nobody, mama. So hang on the line. That's my mama. Right. What we got coming up. Now, Now the cast of Unconditional is definitely coming on the show today. But before we before we get going, I got to tell y'all what we got coming up next. First of all, thank you to uh, uh, the Isle of Capri Casino out in Lula, Mississippi. I was in Lula. Man, y'all need to uh, stop people from smoking in the casino, man. It, it was a one giant cigarette, but it, it was off the chain. The audience was incredible. They were so appreciative. Uh, thank you to the Isle, of, Isle of Casino out in Lula, Lula uh, Mississippi. Thank you guys, I really appreciate having a ball. Uh, shout out to Sonya D and the Touch of the Past. I was there in Chicago this past weekend, and and every once in a while as a comedian, you have those perfect storms where a lot of comedians end up in the same city at the same time. I ran into my man Kevin Hart, Harry Goodspeed, Joey Wells, uh, Naim Lynn, all these great cats on tour. Kevin Hart, this guy sold out. Uh, uh, the United Center Kevin Hart Sold out of the United Center this past weekend He's already sold out here in Atlanta He's already sold out in New York At uh, Madison Square Garden Man, I can't be more proud of this guy, man And I, I tweeted this today uh, He's selling out, but he hasn't Sold out, man, he's the same guy That, that you would have walked up on the high team Six years ago And he's still, still going, still doing it. So shout out to my man Kevin Hart Where are we next? Coming up October 11th through the 14th, Tommy T's Rancho Cordova, California. Then I go out to uh, Philadelphia on the 19th and the 20th for the Tom Joyner Doctors' Day. I'll be performing there for Tom Joyner and, and the whole Tom Joyner family. They always party with a purpose. And then we are at Nashville at Jokes and Notes. Jokes and Notes, Uh, that is November, November 2nd and 3rd, November 2nd and 3rd, and then Gospel show, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, laughing down the aisles on November 9th. So go to my website, RodneyPerry.com, for all that information. If you want to be on my mailing list, go to the website as well. Click on mailing list. When I come back to Cast the Unconditional, this is Rodney Perry. you tuned in to Rodney Perry Live, baby.
4: What's up everybody around the world Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter At Rodney Perry And for all of your Rodney Perry updates Text Rodney Perry with no spaces To 41411 Again to stay up to date Text Rodney Perry with no spaces To 41411
2: (laughs) You. Uh-huh. Come on. You. Uh-huh. You. What? uh nasty Uh-huh. L- l- uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fresh. uh-huh. As we go. Uh-huh. Like this. Nah, still. Uh-huh. Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo Hey girl, just come and hold my hand Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo
1: We sippin' on Merlot You ain't gotta be my girl, though I drop you off at be and Myrtle Smash with the Virgo Ain't got to take a shirt off You see me convince your own girl, though her life is too hard She says that she want to come and deal with the guard. Promise me that she gon' play her part Cause what I spit gets straight to her heart And yeah, she damn fine Feet hammer time Damn if i mind. Love is the bubbling back of your waistline I don't waste time I gotta get, get on it Just you and me Two glasses Silver batonin' in the club scene Where I met uh, Miss Green She uh, 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 walk by uh, Actin' me uh, Are you uh, nice? Uh, Why? Uh, if you uh, was Uh, uh I am a Virgo. My birthday passed. It is over. So sick of myself. I tell ya, my name is Rodney. And I tell ya, it ain't over. It's the Rodney Perry Show. I, I, the worst freestyle of all time. That's right. I just kicked it out there. Uh, uh, hey, Mama. I got to thank all the people that tuned in for Virgo month. Um, all the all the all, all the people that called in. We had some great shows. didn't September give us some good shows?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Excellent.
1: We we have some good shows and what I what I wanna do at the beginning of the month as we were going into September, I wanted to um dedicate, you know, to the Virgos, you know. So I had I had some great Virgos called in. So please archive those shows, man. We had a great show uh last week with Tommy Ford and, and my man Cole from Martin. He he called in as well. So, uh, man, just just a great month. So that's my last shout out to the Virgo. I'm so sick of myself, Mama. I had two birthday parties. Uh, I had all kind of stuff going on. So it, it's just, I, I'm sick of me right now. So I'm glad that the Virgo time is over. It's time to get this show underway. I, I can't tell you enough uh, about this film. What, well, well, matter of fact, let's do this before I even get going. It's got a great and incredible cast. Of uh, you know, just first of all, my friend Danielle is in this movie and she, I remember when she was shooting it, she was here in Atlanta let me bring Danielle on the line ladies and gentlemen uh, dancer not dancer like y'all think I ain't talking about no pole although if she wanted to get her pole on, she's got the physique for it, but a, a dancer uh, a a, a great actress, a great human being and I've had the opportunity to share the stage with her myself, with the Brown Betty, Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Ms. Danielle, what's up, Danielle?
3: Hello, Rodney. What's good? I I, want,
1: I wanted to bring you on first because you, you are the one that brought this movie to my attention and I love the fact, one, it's an independent film uh, and I know what that means. That means that a lot of times you have to you know, work on maybe less of a budget than you than you would like and you might have to ask an actor to come in there and really give you a hundred percent and you 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 all the time can't really afford to even have the those men and women with you. But it looks like you guys got together on this project and did something really special.
3: We absolutely did and I must say this project is blessed, um, just from beginning to the end. Like you said, you know, working on a really small budget, but the cast, let me just tell you, is amazing. Michael E. Lee, Lynn Collins, Kwesi Wache, hope I said that right, Cedric Pendleton, um, Gabriella Phillips. I mean, and it was just a really great script that I read. And so I, I, it like grabbed my heart from the very beginning and written and directed by Brent McCorkle. So I just loved the film. And like I said, it was very blessed. Um, to have such a great cast, great script on a low budget, and to be in theaters is just, just pretty darn amazing. Oh,
1: yeah, because, hey, hey, being in theaters is a big deal by itself. And uh, So so before we get going, and, and I'm going to come back to you, Danielle, because I want to get Brent in here. Uh, Brent McCorkle, the, uh, the 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 captain of this ship, you know, he got it done. Uh, hang on the line, Danielle. We're going to come back. I just wanted to make sure I'd holler at you first. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the the captain, the man that kept everything together, who dealt with the attitudes, who dealt with the you know, the the prima donnas, who dealt with the good people who kept everything together from uh, uh craft services to the lighting to the camera, Mr. Brent McCorkle. What's up, Brent? Hey, Ronnie, thanks for having me on, man. Hey man man, thank you for coming on. Now 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 Brent man, give me the give me the uh the story in a
2: nutshell. The story of the film, uh, it's really exciting to talk about. I I was contacted by a couple producers that knew a gentleman named Joe Bradford. This guy had had an extraordinary life. He had a lot of struggles, a lot of crazy things happened to him. And uh, they thought there was a good movie there, and I looked at it, and I felt like uh, there was as well. And um, I got to spend a lot of time with Joe uh, hanging out with him and hearing uh of you know his crazy cinematic you know um experiences in his life and we uh-huh. what really happened to him in his life for the film. Uh but basically he's a uh this awesome guy that works with at risk kids. Um he had dealt with uh really Bad uh, sickness in his life uh, he spent some time in prison and we we touch on all that in the film, but where he landed and kind of found his um, kind of station in life was working with these kids in the inner city and um he's a musician, plays saxophone he 's really good, and he started a choir he started uh, teaching uh, kids uh, you know in an education and doing art with them and um, taking food and uh, clothing to these kids, school uniforms. And um, the producers uh, met him and saw what he was doing and, and thought it would just be a great springboard for an inspirational movie. And it turned out that they were right. Now, 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 Britt, let me ask you, you. You get
1: together, you get a chance to sit down with a guy like Joe Bradford and, and you hear his story. Does the story kind of write itself?
2: In this case it didn't, um because he while he had some some amazing things happen in his life, we found that we needed kind of a, a story a story to wrap all of these elements into. And so mm-hmm. uh when the the main character in the film, her name is Samantha Crawford, and it's really cool because I figured out what Joe is. He's kind of an everyday man, you know, hero, but he's also a mentor. And he's really a mentor Uh, you know, in true life, that's what he is to these kids and also to people that work with him at his nonprofit. And so I created uh, a script where he is kind of the mentor uh, or the, you know, like the Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid. And he kind of helps Sam find the truth that he's already found in his life. And he's, you know, a few steps ahead of her in his own life. And uh, so that's that's kind of what we ended up doing um to get the story across but uh but no it was it was tough i uh, i i finally hit it on about the third draft when i reached really really deep and the key to unlocking i what i felt were joe's strongest elements were was in finding the sam character who's the lead character in uh-huh. the film Wow! Hey,
1: you guys. This is Roddy Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live.
2: The voice you just heard
1: is my man, Mr. Brent McCorkle, who directed this great film. It's called Unconditional. The website is Unconditional. The movie and on Twitter, they're Uncon Movie. They're at Uncon Movie. Man, you know what? You know what, Brent? I know I got you on the line. You're the captain of the ship. But we're talking about we're talking about Joe Graffin. Is it okay if I bring Joe on? Of course, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let let say you don't you don't get to talk to Papa Joe every day, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the, the man who whose whose energy made it possible to even have this film. I always say this that as we go on our respective journeys, um, you think that your impact on the world is is going to be this huge thing, and sometimes all you have to do is give somebody a little piece of advice or or help get somebody on track. And that could be your part of your purpose in this in this life. And as I'm as I'm reading and learning about this film, I see that we get a chance to really get a glimpse into into uh Joe Bradford, uh AKA Papa Joe. How you doing, Papa?
5: Hey Rodney, how are you doing, man? Thanks for having us on the show today.
1: Man man, I think this is truly a, a, a great film and I gotta ask you, Joe, what's it like
5: to one, see yourself on the big screen, light skinned
1: with blue eyes. Man, it's surreal. You know, every <laughs> you know, it's uh, like I, Michael Ealy is
5: not my twin. Just so everybody knows that. So when you see me, don't don't, don't look behind me looking for somebody else. It's actually me. Right, right. like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but Michael did an awesome job, guys. He did an awesome job. Man, so so
1: to to watch this film, to watch your life memorialized this way, what's it like for you?
5: It's it's amazing, man. And what's really great, uh, Rodney, is that it gives us a platform to help so many people. But it is, it is kind of weird. I mean, 99.999% of the people don't get a movie based on their story. So, you know, this is pretty surreal, but it is an amazing opportunity. So that's just what I'm taking it as. The Lord humbled me right. through all this stuff that went in my past. So, yeah, it's just amazing to me, man.
1: That, that that's great that you mentioned humility, Brent. I gotta ask you, Brent. I'm sure you, as as a director and a writer, people come at you this way all the time.
2: Why this particular story for you? Oh man, I appreciate you asking me that. I got choked up at the premiere because I, I'm a product of a mentor in my life. My fa uh, my father's dad, my grandfather. I never knew him because he was killed in the coal mines when uh, my dad was really young. And uh, he had an uncle that wasn't his blood uncle step in and basically raised my father and uh, took him to sports. And and uh, what I the story I heard was oftentimes he'd spend more time with my dad than he did with his biological children. And so I know without an Uncle Jack in my dad's life, I wouldn't be where I am today. So just that very nature of mentoring really grabbed me and seeing what Joe was doing with these kids. It really is. Uh, it's inspirational, man. I I've been out with Joe in these uh, in these neighborhoods and helped him deliver food And uniforms. And man, it really does have you look at life. It gets it gets you looking at life in a different way. And that's kind of what the movie is about. I think Joe would agree. Is it's about kind of looking outside yourself because you know we're always going to have problems. And uh, you know one thing I, one thing I figured out writing this film is and it was in a line that I actually wrote in the script that got cut. But, Everybody on the planet is guaranteed a measure of pain. We're all going to have wow. pain. Everybody is. But the sad part of it is n- none of us are really guaranteed true love. And so what uh, blew me away about this film is – is, and, and kind of uh, began to speak to me actually beyond, you know, finishing the film is what am I going to do to try to get more love out to people who maybe have never experienced that before. So those are kind of the two big – themes that I I take away from, you know, in my own life and, and, you know, what got me excited about helping bring Joe's story to the screen, too. Now, now, real quick, Brent. Now,
1: when you're doing this type of subject matter that you know is going to be a tearjerker, is there a propensity as a director to go, okay, that's not good enough. We need some tears in here. You know (laughs) what I mean? Do you you have to get that out of the – out of the actors?
2: Uh, uh, was it kind of organic? Did it just come with the with the work? It was really it was really powerful, man. I I am a huge huge advocate of no fake tears in movies. Like people do crazy actors do crazy stuff when they're not feeling emotion. They'll you know like have onion juice in their hands or you know they'll do crazy <laughs> right, <stuff> right 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 <laughs> try to make themselves cry. And man, we've got zero fake tears in this movie. Everybody just was responding organically to the material. Um, and, uh, I remember, I remember a conversation I had with Evie and it was really powerful. I, I was like, you know, I think, I think he would probably be, have tears, uh, you know, by the time we get to the end of this, to the end of this scene. And he's like, well, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know, Brent. I'll I'll, 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 you know, when we get there, if it's there, yeah. then it will be there. And I was like, I agree with you, man, because one thing you don't want to do is, you don't want to push an actor to turn in something false. So yes. even if uh even if the material that day or whatever they're feeling spiritually isn't maybe exactly what I wanted, it's true. You know, it's true with what that actor's going through and the moment that we're in there. I'm happy to say Ely found that moment and we were both just so yeah. happy. It's one of our favorite scenes in the film. But I just thought it was great, you know, his his wisdom. He's an extremely mature actor, man. He's just he was just spot on every day, but um, but I completely agree with him, and you know, the way he he articulated it is, you know, we just want it to be to be real. So no, I, I didn't have to manufacture anything. It was uh, right. yeah, people responding to the mater- to the material in a you know in an honest way.
1: Hey, hey, hey Papa
2: Joe. Yes. Mm-hmm. To, to to
1: to relive some of these more emotional points of your life. And I think what what sticks out to me as I as I learn more about your story, um and of course you went through, you know, the physical and I mean you spent some time in jail, but man, you're a champion, man. You overcame so much adversity. Was it what what was it for you to relive that as you watched this film?
5: Oh man, it was a big challenge. <laughs> Brent did so well with the movie. I'm watching the movie. I am Papa Joe, and I'm looking, saying, "Please let Papa Joe live. Please let him live." Because so <laughs> right.
2: <well with>
5: <laughs> I forgot, man. It's, it's like, it, yeah. And so, but there are places in the movie that uh, I started crying way before everybody else did. Because I, you know, I knew what was going to happen. And there's some parts that are funny to most people, Rodney. But I'm back there crying like, "Oh my God!" If they only knew. You know the tension in that moment, and so yeah, it was it was a challenge in some places with that with the movie in that in that sense.
1: Wow! Hey, you guys, it's Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Robbie Perry Live. We got the cast of Unconditional. When we come back, when we come back, we're gonna get to talk to some of the actors. Uh, uh, Michael Ealy is currently working on another film. He wasn't able to come today, but the cast is still incredible. We're not losing one step. Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back, Rodney Perry Live. What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show.
4: It's Rodney Perry. All
1: right, y'all, we are back, and the, the name of the film is Unconditional. It is in theaters right now. And Brent, Brent, tell my audience what a big deal that is because I don't know if people really realize what that means to be in a motion picture picture theater. Oh,
2: it's huge, especially for our budget that we had. Um, I I mean, I don't know. There's only a handful of movies I could tell you that I know of in the last five years that made it to theaters with with the film of this budget. So we're very – very pleased and it's been amazing especially on my facebook to to hear people all over the country who have you know who have seen it and are responding to it so yeah man it's it's exciting it's very difficult uh to get your to get your stuff in theaters and so we're very humbled you know that that it got this far and are um you know are happy with what's what's happening with the movie now, now,
1: what is it to get in, into the um, the collective consciousness? What what do we as the audience need to do that that want to see maybe Oscar consideration
2: or or something like that? What what do we need to do to help make that happen? Well, the biggest thing the biggest thing that we could use some help on right now is just getting the word out because while it is in theaters, it's a really limited release. So we're only on about I think two hundred and twenty theaters right now. So Mm-hmm. the biggest th- the biggest way we could embed it in the collective consciousness in america is just uh letting people know because i think there's a ton of people in you know in the country right now that doesn't even know about our film you know there's there's been some large releases in the last couple weeks you know so um you know our art movie uh you know, isn't, isn't, you know, wasn't a big release. So just the, right. I think the greatest thing your guys, you know, your audience could do for us is just help us get the word out on our, our little movie. The little
1: movie that could. And so, you you know, Brent, we can't have, you know, we can't talk unconditional without talking to some of the great actors, and actors you have, you have in this film. So hold on for a second, Brent. Uh, I talked to this young lady at the top of the show and I remember uh, her being in Atlanta and going to North Carolina and working on this film for for a while. I mean, you guys worked on this film for a, a good little while. Danielle, first of all, tell me about your character. And and um, I'm sorry, Danielle Lewis. I know Danielle, so it's hard for me to say your, your Hollywood name. <laughs> Danielle Lewis, tell me about your character, first of all, and uh, how you came to be a part of this project.
3: Um, my character that I play is Denise. Uh yeah, it's Denise and she works with uh Papa Joe Bradford with the kids in the neighborhood and um and and they just saw a need in their neighborhood for all these children who, you know, didn't have parents around or their parents were working and didn't have the time to take care of them and, you know, do the simple things like help them with their homework and uh provide, you know, enough food and whatnot. So Denise and Joe Bradford um, come together and start taking care of these kids, and you know it's 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 a movement. Um, so I am I a the love interest of Joe Bradford. So uh, I don't know if I can say any more because it might give some things away. No, oh, um, don't do get,
1: get nothing away. But if I know Papa Joe, oh, <laughs> if I know if I know Papa Joe, something went down though.
5: Right, <laughs> yeah, seven seven somethings went down. Yeah.
1: Seven seven
3: things have seven gone down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There
1: you go, Papa Joe. I knew you was gonna be ready for him. All right. So so uh, Danielle, uh, you 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 just did you walk in? Did you audition? How, how did how did it happen? How did you get this piece?
3: Well. Um, for all you actors out there, I actually self submitted to this project on actors access. And Really? I yes. I received, um, you know, you receive an email notification for an audition to put yourself on tape. I put myself on tape, a friend of mine, Charmin Lee, actually put me on tape. And um sent it in a few weeks later. I got a call of actually out of town and my phone was acting crazy, and I finally got uh, my messages, and um, I been offered the part. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I actually got the call back, which was in Nashville, so I had to get to Nashville from Atlanta, which is about three and a half hours drive. Yeah, I'm almost four. um, (laughs) Um, but luckily, like I said, this all was blessed. A friend of mine was getting his pilot's license, so he was like, Hey, I need to practice, so I'll just fly you there. It's kinda of scary, but I made it. Let's call back and um Wait wait a minute, wait a minute, Danielle.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, You flew with somebody that was getting their license? <laughs> Honey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, you know what? That's when you know this project is blessed. So so you, you get to Nashville, you go to the call back and you, you get off of the roll, what's your first thought when you hear that?
3: Um, I was really excited. Uh, I was just, I, I was pretty excited. I was actually jumping up and down, and I'm not like, you know, a jumping up and down <laughs> kind of girl. Right. <laughs> now,
1: hold but on. I was really, really I, I, Hold on, Danielle. Brent, Brent now, oh, Danielle my God. is a friend. Danielle is a friend of mine. Did you know about this uh, this depth defying plane ride? <laughs> Hello, Brent. He uh, it out. Uh, okay, yeah, we we, we we okay. Anyway, so uh, so let's let's move on, Danielle. You got a great cast. Uh, I got I got. I'm gonna let you pick my next guest. I got Cedric Pendleton or Kwase Buake. I, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <sighs>
3: Let's um let's go with Quasi. What I'm gonna what, go with I'm um, probably I'm um, because you know, he's a young man, he should be in school right now, but his mama pulled him out of school to um talk to us today, let's, so let me tell so, you so Clazy called calling the shots right here.
1: brother? So How
3: you
4: doing, young man? I'm
1: good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm such a fan of yours, man. I went on your your Facebook page and I'm like, this little dude got more
4: followers than I do. I don't like it, <laughs> You know, I'm trying. I'm trying.
1: <laughs> Man, you really had some, some incredibly emotional moments in this film. Like, as as a young actor, what are you channeled to get there? Um, well, I had
4: a dog of mine that I was really close to, you know. um. One day she got out and she got hit by a car, and that was really devastating for me, so. I sort of I sort of uh, channel that sadness into like some of my more emotional scenes, and then I mean it just gets the tears flowing. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's how I get into my like emotional scenes and all that stuff. Hey,
1: you, you know what I like about you? Because I, I I became a fan uh, in Tyler Perry's. I can do bad all by myself. You funny man.
4: <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot because uh, people like the yes man scene. You know the cancer thing. But yeah, that was, that was new for me. I mean, I'm I'm more like into doing the drama stuff. But that was cool for me to work with Tyler and get like some of my comedy in there. You know, going back and forth with Madea. I mean, that's something I'll never forget. I mean, it was a pretty cool experience. Exactly. Doing stuff.
1: <laughs> now, now, now let's let's talk about unconditional man. Uh, your career is on the upswing. Everything from Hawaii Five-O to you know the amazing world of Gumball and Gossamer on the Looney Tunes show, and uh, yeah. big films like I can do bad all, my, all, all by myself. Like when you when you get a movie like Unconditional, it's not a big movie. Was that something that you had to even think about, or or how did you how what was your process in deciding to do
4: this particular movie? I mean, that didn't bother me at all because I mean, I mean. uh I mean, it doesn't really matter how much money you have when you're making a movie. I mean, it's just the it's just the actors and, you know, the script. And I read the script, and it was a really good script. I mean, I really wanted to do it. So, yeah, I went out for it, and they just booked me straight from the tape. I mean, when I wow. found out, oh, my gosh, I was so excited because this was such a good role for me, and I knew what I could do with it, and I, I was just really grateful to God for giving me the opportunity to do this. and I just couldn't wait to go shoot and film. So so you didn't have to get
1: some random friend to fly you there then. <laughs> no, <not. laughs> <I didn't. laughs> well that's good, quasi. Let, let me tell you something, quasi if Roddy Pedro tell you nothing else. Don't get on airplanes with people that just learned how to fly. Wait, pardon? Don't get on an airplane with somebody that just learned how to fly. Oh no! I'll never do that. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you smarter than I Bob. Yesterday. So the name of the movie is Unconditional. The movie. Uh, they're at Unkind Movie on Twitter, and we're talking to Ms. Mr. Quasi. Quasi, how do you pronounce your last name? I want to make sure I'm standing right. Uh, my first
4: name is Quasi, and my last name is Boate. 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 Yeah. And, and uh, now, what? What?
1: What is that? What is that? Nigerian? What is that?
4: Um, Well, it's from Ghana, West Africa. I mean, my parents Ghana. were born there, and they were raised there for a little of their life. Yeah, it's from Ghana.
1: I love it, man. Hey, you know what, man? I think you're doing a great job, man. I thank you for coming on the show, man. I think this is just the beginning of you. What, What's what's on your uh, big set of goals?
4: Um, You know, I really plan on doing some more movies. I mean, uh, this has always been a dream of mine, and I'm just really grateful to God for giving me the opportunity to be an actor and do some great films. Yeah, I'm just hoping to do some more movies and you know TV shows. Just keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, I love it. This is what I plan on doing.
1: Hey, you, hey, you, hey. Let me tell you something. Your plan is already in the process. And and Papa Joe, what's it like to have a a, a guy like Quasi on set? That I mean, his face is like a lot of the faces of the kids you mentor, and to see this kid, what's it like for you to see a guy like Quasi, man?
5: Well, I'm gonna tell you he he, he killed the part. When we when I, when I saw his uh his interview and he uh showed the interview, I was like, Look, we got to get this we got to get this child. I mean, he's amazing. He brings so much out of this movie. He's like the the kids that we deal with every day. And when you look at him on screen, you don't know you're watching a movie. You forget. And that's what makes him such a great actor. So I'm amazed at Kwesi. And everybody that sees the movie is like, where did you find this guy? And it's like, you know, the Lord just (laughs) gave him to us. So we really appreciate him. Wow, wow.
1: Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. My man Kwesi Boache on the line. Kwesi, um... You, I know you're active in, on a, on a Twitter scape. He's at Kwesi Boache. That's K-W-E-S-I-B-O-A-K-Y-E, Kwesi Boache, and his Twitter is official, Kwesi. Um, how, how active are you on your Twitter and your Facebook? I mean, I know social media is real big right now. Yeah, you know, I'm so and so on it. I mean, I post,
4: like, maybe, like, three times a week, but, you know, my publicist is on me, I mean I gotta keep posting and interacting with my fans, so yeah, you're gonna see me on it a lot more.
1: Now now every time I talk to a, a young actor, they they secretly wanna be a rapper or they wanna they got a they got a record deal. Uh, can we look for all of that stuff from you too? Is there a is there a rap album
4: coming out? Uh no, I'm sticking with the acting. I'm not into the music stuff. I'm a big fan uh, of uh, some artists though.
1: Okay, good. Stay focused, young man. Stay focused. All right. Hey, uh, this is Rodney Perry. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We got the cast of Unconditional. That's the movie. It's called unconditionalthemovie.com. Go check it out right now. That Twitter, uncon movie. Let them know. Y'all heard about it right here on Rodney Perry Live. The show is so off the chain today. Uh, uh, mama, what you think about Young Quake?
0: Mama, uh, what I was right and I heard it all. You know yeah, what? Know it. it seemed to me like God was in the in the works all along with that whole thing, the whole progress mm-hmm. process.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I completely He was agree. guiding the actors, he was guiding the producers, the directors, everybody to make that beautiful film. And we need more real life uh, experiences like that on screen rather than just a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, graphics and all of that.
1: Exactly. Hey, 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 Mama, hang on the line. Hang on the line. Right. Uh, I I want to bring I want to I want to bring Brent back up and Papa Joe before I bring in my next guest, Brent. Um, a lot of times with with uh, with films with with uh, a predominantly African American cast, if it's not comedy, if it's not action, that movie doesn't get the uh the 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 legitimate look that it should be. And so when get when going into this type of subject matter, is that something that you consider or you just go we got to tell the story?
2: No, that was not a consideration at all. Um I I just uh I just uh took it as my mission, you know, for the two and a half years that I worked on the film, just to help bring Joe's story to life in the most honest and dedicated way that I knew possible. And um, and so, I, I mean, I feel great about where it landed. And, I mean, as far as if, if you know, if the film gets looked over for stuff like that, that's just very sad to me. Uh, Michael Ely destroys it. I mean, he's just, he's amazing in this movie. And it's, it's, it's uh it's ely in a way that you've never seen him and i would say the same thing about lynn too i think both of them just turned in just amazing performances oh and quasi of course i mean the the entire film is is really well acted all the way across the board and um it's just i'm really pleased with how the performances turned out honestly i throwing myself under the bus a little bit i actually think that's probably the, the greatest thing about the film is is uh the acting and uh um, it's just awesome to watch these guys work and of course I hope that they get the recognition that they deserve. I mean it, it it's yeah. a, a wonderfully done. Now 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 Brent,
1: you can't do a film like this. Everybody can't be a good guy. Now I got I got Cedric Pendleton on the on the line. Can you give me a little glimpse into his character before I even bring him on the character he plays? Ah, oh,
2: I I would use I will use the word that Cedric described uh, his character to me, uh, and that that word is misunderstood. And uh, mm. I I don't want to. Uh, I can't talk too much about T in the movie. That's Anthony, or, or his nickname's T, the character that that Ced plays. Um, but Cedric, again, you know, when I saw his audition, it was just head and shoulders above. What anybody else is bringing in, I just felt like he he was grasping the material and understood um, what I was trying to do with that character. And uh, I, again, it's his role is extremely pivotal in the film, and uh, I don't want to don't want to give anything away. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, Sed was great, and it was awesome. I, I was I was a total stress head the whole time, but man, Sed was always. <laughs> Seth was always just a really solid man every day on set and he has an incredible scene with uh with Lynn towards the end of the film and um uh just again again just a great great caliber of actor. I, I felt honored to have him on the film. I love it.
1: All right, hey, hang on a line Brent.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, without any further
1: ado, uh this dude is whether you're going to put him in a situation where he's doing comedy or if you got him in a situation where he does drama he always brings the noise. You know him from NYPD Blue, CSI New York, uh, or, or I, I love your character on Tyler Perry's House of Pain, Man, Mr. Cedric Pendleton, what's up, dog? What's up, man?
6: I, you know what, Rodney, man? I, I love you, dude, man. Every time I see you out, you always give me, like, dap, and it's always love. There. So, man, I big up on your careers, man.
1: Congrats to you. Man, I, I, I said I'm just trying to take care of these babies, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: now,
4: now, hey, now you. Cedric,
1: man, you, 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 you. First of all, man, yeah, I got a chance to, to, just to see the trailer and the looks you put in the trailer was like, man, I'm scared of this dude. Like, what did you have to channel to get yourself to this place? Because I know this is not you, or is it? Well, to be extremely honest
6: with you, man, uh, and I don't know if I shared this with uh, people that were involved with the film, but I went and spent two days with a gangster. I mean, I did. I slept on his couch, paid attention to the way he walked, the way he handled himself, the way he talked, and what his whole mindset was. And the thing that I wanted to do more than anything else was to bring a realism to it, but yet also have a through line of integrity because oftentimes people portray characters in one note but don't necessarily layer that human side of all of us that you can find in any, any, any situation or any person. So for me, that, that was extremely important in, uh, in bringing this particular character to life. And so that's what I did. I spent the time doing the research to make sure it was there.
1: Now, now, Sergio, we're talking about mentorship. You can't talk about a film like this with a guy like Papa Joe without talking about mentorship. And that's, that's something that's very important to you even, you know, before you walked on the set of this film. Talk to me about your work with the kids, man.
6: No, that's huge for me, man. To be extremely honest with you, it, it it is a it is a divine calling for this particular film, for the people that were called together to do this film. I really believe that. Uh, for me, I've been the whole reason that I became an actor is because I wanted to teach kids in the inner city church uh acting. And so I became an intern at a theater uh, to gain the skills and whatever they taught me in the theater, I ran back and taught the kids in the hood so wow. it was kind of it was kind of the same kind of kind of deal man it's it's what i've been doing in the Juvie justice system in Atlanta for probably over twenty years man i've been going in and out of the justice system uh um, basically teaching kids uh acting using it as a means of therapy and rehabilitation i mean i I had been doing it's like I always say, give me some knucklehead, hardhead, inner city kids, and I'm at home. That's, I mean, that's what <laughs> I think. Anybody that knows me knows that's true because, like, uh, just recently I spent time in the eighth, eighth zone in Atlanta, which if anybody knows
1: Atlanta zone, that's the worst
4: oh, that's, zone that's, there not, in
1: that's not That's not a game over
4: there, yeah. <laughs> right,
6: exactly. And so I spent time, and was this little boy, I saw him, he was peeing outside, outside the building. I mean, just right outside the building. And I was like, dude, come here. I'm going to snatch a knot in you. Don't you know, you know, just doing the things that we know to do as men because it's very important to pass on the uh, – just the attitude of how to be responsible as a man and to pass that on to younger men who may not have fathers in their lives, that may not have, you know, those role models in their lives that are pushing them. So for me, it was an honor to be involved in this cast. And and just, I, I got to share this with you, Rodney, because it, it means so much to me. The, before the first day that I ever stepped on set, Michael Ealy and I had a two-hour phone conversation about the importance of the images of African-American men and how wow. that it is important to paint a light where that we are seen in a manner that you're not judging the book by its cover, but that you're opening it up and looking on the inside. And so okay. I, shout out to Michael Ealy, to Kwesi, to You know, just in in a sense of – and then to Brent, just allowing us to have the opportunity to be able to paint the story in the way that it was painted and then to cut it in the way that it was cut because, you know, the story's told three times, once on the paper, once with the actors, and once in the editing. And and Brent did his thing, man. I I I, I mean, Brent, look, man, if the director, I'm with him. Wherever you want
1: to go in life, I want to go with him. (laughs)
6: I want to wow. go with That's him. huge. I
1: want to. That's go huge. With him. Now, now, I mean, just just judging from from what I've heard from you guys that appeared in this movie, man, it, it really seems like you guys walked off this set with a new friend or a new family member. Uh, Danielle. Hi. Danielle, I got of course you, Cedric on the line, crazy, on the line. Um, talk talk to me about um, like. What this film, how it transformed you individually? Uh, we'll start with you,
3: Danielle. Um, I mean, this film, I just love it. Like I said before, and again, it is really near and dear to my heart because of the work with kids. And like Cedric, I've done some work with um, children who, with um, you know, using performing arts as a means of healing and whatnot for them to express themselves. So. It means that. And then also, you know, the other messages of the film is about, you know, friendship and, and, and forgiveness and healing yourself of your past pains and, and, and moving, being able to move forward in your own authenticity and light and whatnot. So I just really believe that this movie is something, it does what a movie is supposed to do, which is move you or inspire you in some kind of way. And that is why I love this film.
1: You know when when you first called me and were telling me about it, you were so passionate. It was a no brainer to me. To, to you know, I was. A, it, it, it's really a blessing to have you guys on here today. But it was like a, a no brainer. And I, I to my audience, please make it your business. Go out and check out Unconditional uh, Crazy. Hey, what's up, man? Hold on, you sound like you just got thirty years old all of a sudden. (laughs) Crazy man, how how were you as an actor changed by this movie, man?
4: Um, I mean, I'm growing up in a house with like two parents, and I sort of took that for granted. Playing this character, I mean, my character, uh, he was he was parent. Well, I can't tell you too much, but yeah, you you, I guess you know that. I mean, he was really growing up in a tough situation. He didn't really have a father figure in his life. Like, he didn't know what was right or wrong. And I think that, to me, it really opened up my eyes to show me that there are actually kids out there growing up the parentless. And that you wow. just have to yeah, you just have to be thankful to God for what you have, because no matter what you have, there's always someone out there who has a way worse. And I think that really changed me as a person to really uh, be grateful for what I have and just to cherish things as you have it, you know?
1: Hey, well said, man, well said. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live
4: Danielle Lewis,
1: she's in the movie Unconditional. She's at Danielle Lewis on Twitter and her website is Danielle Lewis Online. And I told you my man Koe Buache, he is on Twitter as well. At Koisi Buache. That's K-W-E-S-I-B-O-A-K-Y-E. Well, I, 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 how do you find you, Boezy? Kwache if uh I messed it up. They gotta how'd they Google that? I don't I'd probably never find you if you wasn't right here on my page. I mean, well my
4: name's uh there's only a certain amount of cracies in the entertainment business. So all you have to do is really type up my first name, you know, I'll pop up and then Boom. and then you'll get the hang of it, you know, you know how to spell my name and Yeah, you get familiar with it. Hey hey, I
1: tell you what, I'll never forget it, man. It, it's it's a, and you know what, I think there is something in a name like you know, like like Oprah was you know I read about she was ashamed of her name when she was young, but now Oprah is a name it it stands alone because ain't no able no one Oprah. I don't know yes. no
4: I don't know Oprah Jenkins. <laughs> 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 that's the question cool about having a unique name.
1: And of course, um, his his Twitter he's at Cedric Pendleton on on Twitter and his website is Pendleton dot com said, man, you
6: you worked on this film. How did it come about for you? Well, I happened to be uh, completing a play in Virginia. I had a layover in Atlanta. I was on my way back to L.A. I get a phone call from my manager saying, get off the plane now. And I'm like, what? She's like, are you you on a tarmac or where are you? And I'm like, I'm sitting in the lobby about to board the plane to come to L.A. She's like, get off the plane now. There's something that you've got to read. And so wow. I just got off the plane and my bag went to LA and uh I got off the plane and when I got off she sent me the script I sat in the airport and read the script and went okay I, I I've got to go and she said the next day you got to be in Nashville and so that's how my whole trek started wow. but you know but you know the thing that I like in my character too he he's the dude on the road to Damascus that was one way before he met uh, you know, uh, before he had his Damascus experience, he was one way before he met one of the characters in the story, and then he was another way when he came out. And that's the whole thing of life in itself uh, with anyone is that there is a redeeming quality in everyone. You just got to sometimes dig to find it. So that's the deal, man.
1: Well said, hey you guys, man! I I can't say enough. I can't employ you enough. Make sure you go check out this movie. We're always talking about our images.
0: How come black folks don't
1: do this? How can we can't? What time? We don't have enough of it. Well, guess what? This is it. This is the movie you've been asking for. This is this is the the story you've been wanting to tell. You know, it, it it's a, a great story. It's got a great heart. Papa Joe.
5: Yeah, Rodney.
1: Man, I'm. Uh, thank you, first of all, pa- Papa Joe Bradford on Twitter. He's at Papa Joe Bradford. Please tweet this man um, to have your story told. To to have all these, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me. I, I had an opportunity to work with Cedric the Entertainer uh, behind the scenes on his television show, right, and. I sat there with him one day, and we just looked at all of the people that was employed because he had an idea. When you were living this slice of your life that this movie uh, shows, could you even have imagined that all of these people, one, would be employed, two, um, would get a chance to tell that that part of your life, man?
5: You know, Rodney, I wish I'd have known that God was making a movie out of it you know, back in the days before I knew there was a movie coming up. You know, like some of these situations, you know, I might have changed some things or had a little bit more faith. But, no, I don't think anyone can imagine that we would get this this caliber of actors in a project like this. And the uh, purpose is so great because there's over 24 million uh, uh, children that are fatherless in a nation. So the topic is, you know, something we have to touch on. We have to, you know, you know, see about, and these actors really paint a picture of, look, we got to get out there and help these kids, and so when people see this movie, you come away with it inspired, you come away feeling like, look, I can go out and make an impact no matter who I am, and so, you know, who those are you guys, you know, Cedric, uh, uh, Kwasi, all of you guys, uh, Danielle, we love you, we love you for what you did and who you are, and so I bless you, guys.
1: Hey, that that, that is, Joe Bradford, Papa Joe Bradford on Twitter. Please, uh, Papa Joe Man, thank you for your story. Thank you for sharing your story with a great cat like Brent McCorkle. Now, Brent, I'm gonna bring you back on. Where can people find you? What's up next? Uh you invested two years into this project. What can we look forward to seeing you in next? So you 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 are producing or writing or directing.
2: Yeah, uh, I, mean, I appreciate you asking. I'm writing right now, um, and uh, we're really excited about it. It's uh, kind of very similar to uh, The Sixth Sense in a lot of ways. It's like a mm. uh, really a supernatural um, uh, thriller kind of thing with a really cool ending. So really excited about that. Um, talking to some people in L.A., about the next thing, so I don't I don't really know which film I'm going to do next. We've got some things cooking, but that that's the one that I'm riding on. And uh, if people want to get a hold of me or stay in contact, uh, it's just my name at Twitter. It's Brent B R E N T McCorkle M C C O R K L E on Twitter. Yeah, and his, and his website is
1: grantmccorkle uh, dot com. Great
2: website as well.
1: Uh, I will be tweeting you, Brent, because you know I am an actor, but brother, always looking for a little
2: something to do. You know. <laughs> so well, with ma- that, man,
4: uh, yeah, I appreciate you writing.
2: having us on, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, uh, you know, shedding some some light on this on our little film and helping us get it out there a little further. And uh, thanks for having the cast on, man. It was it was a really awesome cast to work with, man. And uh, everybody did an amazing job. Man, I, I,
1: I completely agree, man. Just to talk with you guys is amazing. Danielle, what's up next?
3: What's up next? Um, Actually, right now I have out a web series that I actually did with Tommy Ford directed. Um, It's called Boulevard West. It airs on YouTube channel Boulevard West 9 p.m. uh, is when it airs. And I also have um, uh, another web series that I actually wrote and started and produced called Work Living Fears. So look out for that very soon.
1: I love it. I love it. You, you know what I like about you, Danielle? You always talk through a smile. <laughs> you are you make smiliest. me smile, Rodney. <laughs> I feel good about
3: myself.
4: watch it. what's up okay. next,
1: Big Dog? Hello? What's up, Kwaise? What's up next, buddy?
4: Um, You know, I have a movie coming out, a short film coming out. It's called Sketch. In that, I play an autistic kid, so that was new for me. And, you know you're gonna see that around the, the film festivals, film festival circuit, probably around like next year sometime. And you can also see me on my Cartoon Network show, The Amazing World of Gumball, and I play Darwin Watterson.
1: Hey, hey, hey let me tell you something. That's all we watch over here. So I want you to know my <laughs> kids love you. So you know, when you're in Atlanta, man, you want you want to hang out with some kids, Rodney Perry
4: House is the place to come to. Hi, <laughs> right, man. Cool. We can do that. <laughs>
1: I love it. All right, though. Hey, thank you, Crazy Cedric, man, I I can't thank you enough for coming on today, man. What's up next with you, brother?
6: Man, I got uh, two things, man. I got a sitcom that just recently got distribution, dog, um, that I've been developing for like three, three and a half years, and so we're putting capital into play right now. And so that's that. And then I've got a – A company that I'm starting to push out into the world, the company is called Got Good Green. Uh, Got Good Green is a sustainability company. I know where some of you already started thinking. I know where you're headed. Hey, 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 hey. hey, 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 I wasn't going to say that, but. um, Yes, you were. (laughs) You going to wait till we got off the air, dog. Uh, I wasn't going to
1: call you.
6: Yes, you were. I know you, man. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I, I won't say what you said to me at the comedy club the other night when I walked up, but I'm going to leave it alone. But, uh, no,
1: no, no.
5: So, no, no. no but,
6: yeah, exactly. But I'm working on that. And then uh, I've got a feature film that uh, is also just geared to go as well that is slated to be my directorial debut. So that's where man. I'm headed. man, man, again, the
1: name of the movie is Unconditional – The website is Unconditional The Movie. They're at Unconditional Movie on Twitter. Go to IMDb. Forget that. Go to the movie theater. Do yourself a favor. See this movie, ladies and gentlemen. You're always saying, well, how come? When? I thought you said, well, y'all don't have no movie. Well, this is a movie for you. The name of the movie is Unconditional. Incredible cast. Starring my man Michael Ealy, Lynn Collins. They got character actor Bruce McGill, who I'm a huge fan of, Kwaicey Boche, Diego, Clayton Hawk, Cedric Pendleton, Emily Rollins, Danielle Lewis, just to name a few. Uh a lot of great people in this movie. Michael Beasley, uh Jacinta Blankenship, just a great, great group of actors. And uh man, I can't I can't tell you guys enough, I implore you enough. Go check out this movie. My name is Rodney Perry and this is Rodney Perry Live. And the name of the movie is Unconditioned. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. Thanks, guys.